If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In these podcasts, we discuss some of the important, controversial, moral, political, and legal issues that affect us and our families. Today, we're going to talk about the primary loss of Liz Cheney that took place a couple of days ago, as well as what is going on with the the raid on the Trump home in Florida and the current uh, efforts afoot to attempt to have the affidavit disclosed that uh, was the basis for the search. Uh, These are very timely and important events for reasons that we will express a little later. So I first want to say a few things about the defeat of Liz Cheney, and then I'll get on to the raid. One other uh, tidbit uh, that happened. All right, I live in Frederick, Maryland. So in the last week, something very interesting happened here. We had a primary election uh, for county council in, in the county of Frederick. I happen to live in District 3. I am supporting Shelley Alloy, who will be the Republican candidate for that office. But in the primary that was concluded a week ago, two Democrats vied for that position, M.C. Keegan Ayer and a lady named Jasmine DeCola. It took a couple of weeks after the election before they determined the winner of that Democrat primary. And the winner was... Jasmine DeCola, who won by one vote. Almost as soon as that was announced, there was a case filed by MC Keegan Ayer, who said, who challenged uh, Jasmine DeCola and said she didn't live in the in the election district and therefore she should be disqualified. Lo and behold, the court did disqualify her. What an interesting turn of events. So you kind of wonder how could someone not get their residence right? I don't remember exactly what the legal issue was, uh, whether she just didn't know where she lived or whether she was really living one place and trying to claim that she lived somewhere else. And anyway, what a what a bizarre political event. And it shows sometimes elections are really close. Now, Liz Cheney on Tuesday, uh, this was... August 16th, lost her primary against uh, Harriet Hageman in Wyoming. Now, Liz had won her her seat uh, two years ago by getting about 73% of Wyoming. But something happened. She had been a supporter of Trump during his presidency in over 90% of the matters where Trump and his uh, administrative administration wanted one thing. She voted with them. But but when he he claimed that he had won and that that he sh- and began to challenge the results of the presidential election, she turned against him, claimed that he was trying to destroy the democracy, that he was a liar, and she pledged that she was going to do everything she could to have prevent him from ever returning to the Oval Office. She then became the vice chair of the January sixth committee and has openly stated in virtually every committee, public committee committee meeting they have, that she's out to get him, that she wants uh, 
the Department of Justice to charge him for a crime. What crime? I don't know. She had, they haven't identified a crime yet. She just wants him convicted. Her obsession is, is just that it's an excessive obsession. And, and she's not even correct in my opinion. The fact that he, uh, wanted the Congress not to certify Biden as the winner on January 6th is a position that Democrats had taken and he took it. He wanted the Congress to investigate uh, three or four of the states to uh, because he felt there was wrongdoing there and that he could ultimately prevail. As we all know, uh, the certification vote went forward after the riots. And uh, from that point on, the Democrats and two Republicans in Congress, Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger, Kinsinger, uh, have tried to get Trump uh, arrested and 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 are trying to dig up the dirt on Trump. The interesting thing is, ninety nine percent or ninety five percent of of the Republicans uh, actually uh, disagree with Liz and Kinsinger, and and they think there actually were some problems, even though uh, they acknowledge Biden won, but the types of problems uh, the states could have and should have uh, prevented some improper voting. Uh, The state legislatures uh, should have been the ones to determine voting uh, requirements, not governors and other administrators. And anyway, so there are some unresolved things. And, and so Republicans like me don't necessarily agree with everything Trump did, but, but we don't find that his, objecting to to Congress certifying this on January 6th was an act that that was intended to un- undermine the democracy. In fact, it was an act that was intended to preserve democracy and make sure that the rules of the Constitution were complied with and to make sure that real voters voted, that there was not voter fraud and, and other things. So rather than tr- Trump being the anti- democracy guy as Cheney paints him, they believe that there was a basis for his complaints. So the end result is here in Wyoming, uh, Liz Cheney was rejected by the Republican Party that was like 68 to 30. Uh, She almost lost by 40 points. It was a devastating defeat. She was walloped. She She was clearly rejected and repudiated. Nevertheless, I tuned in for her speech uh, when it was clear she was losing, and she uh, painted herself as the ultimate patriot who was doing righteous things and condemned Trump and others for undermining democracy. Well, she was defense. She was criticizing me too, and she was criticizing the other voters in Wyoming who dif- disagreed with her as well as almost all Republican voters. She compared herself to Lincoln and seemed to imply that she was going to run for president. Later, she was questioned about it, and she said, well, she hadn't decided, but but she may very well run. And uh, she certainly can't win if she runs. Maybe she could draw enough votes away to prevent Trump from getting elected, uh, as just as Ross Perot prevented Bush from getting elected years ago. But anyway, uh, there are a couple other things I want, want to say about uh, Liz Cheney. Uh, it, it was offensive 
to the way she in in her righteous indignation painted herself as the true moral patriot and those who disagree with her and who supported some of the positions Trump took to be evil and immoral and uh, dangerous to the democracy. This is offensive and I believe she perverts the principles of democracy and sees herself as a as a hero and, and when she is not. The irony is that she has become the the water carrier, the, the spokesman for the Democrats who hate Trump. And here she is being embraced for a while by the very people who called her father uh, one who was guilty of war crimes and said the most despicable things about her father. Her Liz Cheney's obsession, Cheney's obsession with Trump is based upon falsehoods, her own hatred and her own irrational and and incorrect view of what happened. So uh, Harriet Hageman will go ahead and, and clearly is going to be elected congressman in November. Now, uh, just a brief word. The Alaskan primary was also held uh, two days ago, and in, they have the weirdest way to elect senators. The top four vote getters in the primary go on to the, the general election in November. So Mur Murkowski got about 43% of the vote. Kelly Chewbacca, that I support, got about 40%. Then another Republican got a few votes and another Democrat got a few votes. And uh, what has happened, according to what I've read and, and heard, some of the de Democrats uh, jumped party lines to vote for um, Murkowski. Murkowski, uh, I'm unhappy with her because she voted to impeach Trump, and uh, that was wrong for the reasons, same reasons we I expressed about Cheney. But uh, I mean, in Alaska, apparently they they count your first place vote, and they have some way of counting who you would vote for in, in second place, and their calculation is a little bit comp complicated. So this is going to be a very close election, I presume, in, in Alaska. Uh, the the con Chewbacca thinks that she has a real good shot of winning, but it's clearly going to be a close one. We'll see what happens there later. Now, back to the raid on Donald Trump's home. Uh, this is of unprecedented importance. The, to, the Democrats are just rejoicing, saying that the raid on Trump uh, what shows that no one is above the law and, and they're so happy that the Department of Justice is going after him for something. The thing is, nobody knows what they're going after him for. The, re the real title of what is going on is Operation Find a Crime, whatever they can find to get Trump. So um, today, today is August 18th. There was a hearing held before Judge, um, Judge Reinhardt, who is the one who issued the warrant to search the Trump home. Judge Ryan, Reinhardt, who had openly expressed his extreme dislike for Trump and who had accused himself from one case in which Trump was a party just a couple of months ago, he nevertheless decided he, it wouldn't be a problem for him to, to review and sign the, the warrant. Well, the warrant is an extremely broad warrant. And I want to remind you of the Fourth Amendment. You don't even have to go into cases on this. Listen what the Fourth Amendment says. The right of the people 
to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And then it goes on to say, no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So one of the problems here with the search warrant that Judge Reinhardt approved was it was basically a general search warrant. Basically, they could see almost anything they wanted in the Trump house. That's a problem. A general search warrant is, is in violation of the Fourth Amendment. So in... To, to give you some wording from the search warrant to show how bad it was, it, it states that they, the things to be seized includes information, including communications in any form regarding, um, well, here is it, uh, storage, transmission, or retrieval of national defense information. And and it says uh, physical documents that are such, along with any containers, including other contents, in which some documents are located. So if they found something in a box, they could take the whole box. But then it says, uh, as well as any other containers boxes that are collectively stored or found together with the aforementioned documents and containers. So if they go through Trump's house, found a box that had something in it that was uh, was was particularly identified, then they could get any of the boxes that were found together with it, whatever that means. Do the boxes have to be touching or if they're in the same room, is that sufficient? This was a very general search warrant and therefore one that could be uh, found to be unconstitutional. And if that happens, the fruit of the tree could be made inadmissible. Of course, that's not the remedy that that Bush wants, uh, that, that Trump wants in this case, because he doesn't want to be win on a technicality saying, well, you know, he there they found evidence, but it's not admissible. Uh, he doesn't want that. But but it does. So that's probably not going to be play out that way. But what this does show is that this warrant was excessively broad and and that it shows that they're just out to get Trump. Now, let me let me tell you something else from the search warrant. The search warrant said that it was looking for any documents and physical evidence possessed in violation of three sections out of 18 USC. That's the criminal code. Section 793, 2071, and 1519. So what you ought to know, let's just take a minute about what these sections are. Section 793 pertains to the transmitting of defense information. So that they found a document that pertained to some transmittal by Trump of defense information, then that could be a crime. Second, 2071 is the concealment, mutilation, or removal of court records. Now, I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to apply that to Trump because it's not even copies of records. I have all sorts of court records, but they're not the official court records. It's the, 
It's the concealment, mutilation, or removal of actual judicial records that's a problem. So I don't know what they could possibly find under that potential crime. And the third one, section 1519, has to do with the destruction, alteration, falsification, or entry on a record, uh, could be a government record, record intended to obstruct justice. So again, it's not messing up with your own copy where you put notes on it or anything. It has to do with actual court records that someone is trying to mutilate, obstruct, uh, mutilate or, or falsify. And so this would have to be something that he would has submitted or would be submitted. It's not we're not dealing with just copies of records. You can you can destroy copies of court records. It's just their actual records. So this was the basis. Thus, they are really fishing for stuff. So maybe under here they they want to go after the the uh, archive records or whatever. But but uh, so the the takeaway from this is that this this search of Trump really appears to be a broad search looking for whatever they can find to convict him of something. It is a politicization of the Department of Justice. So while the Democrats say, oh, we're having equal, equal ap application of the law, no one's, no, one's, uh, uh, no one's above the law, but the problem is no one should be the subject of, of an intent to find a crime to convict that person. They are going out of their way. They aren't doing this. They don't do this to the average person. They're doing it because they hate Trump and they want to get Trump. That's why they're doing it. That is improper. And when Trump happens to be the main political opponent of Biden, tending to run for president, pro probably, this is a politicization of the Department of Justice that is infuriating. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you should be very upset at this. And that's what's going on. So right now, what happened today in court Judge Hart, um, Judge Reinhardt said that he's giving the Department of Justice a week to to redact parts and, and propose what parts of this affidavit that they will reveal, because the affidavit that they submitted to the judge will show what basis they had for for requesting these very broad searches. And it's very likely going to show that they really were fishing. Now, the uh, Department of Justice says, oh, my goodness, we don't want to identify witnesses that may destroy our case. Well, maybe. But let me tell you this. These are the there are three bases for keeping this affidavit confidential. One is to protect the guy being investigated. That's why they keep the, the proceedings a secret most of the time. But that's out of the bag. The attorney general has acknowledged they're out to get Trump. And these are the three three crimes that they're pursuing. So it isn't going to protect Trump. One, they says they don't want to jeopardize their investigation. Well, there, there really is no reason for that anymore. Everybody knows this investigation is going on now. And whoever, and, and so sooner or later, if you participate, you're going to, your name is going to be known and you're, because the defendant would be entitled to discovery and they can go after that person. So there's no legitimate basis to protect a witness anymore, and nor the investigation. I don't. I don't think there's any valid reason remaining. And especially unlike a normal private citizen, this has become politicized. And the real egregious problem with this is how this has the Department of Justice has been politicized by the Biden administration, 
and is an egregious wrong. It would destroy our our public, our republic, if this were allowed. What has to happen, hopefully the Republicans will gain control of Congress. They can do an investigation. Hopefully the Biden administration will eventually lose and there can be a new appointee in the Department of Justice. And some of these egregious errors have to be gone after and people have to pay the price. We For four or five years, the FBI and Department of Justice have been falsifying documents in order to try to get Trump. We've had enough of it. It's wrong. And somebody needs to pay the price, not just get a slap on the wrist. People like Comey, McCabe, and uh, the, the two former heads of the CIA and, and the uh, and the other department, I forget their name. Uh, I mean, they're just lying and, and trying to hurt someone. This is wrong and needs to stop. All right, that's our discussion for today. You have to tune in on this. Uh, in the future, there'll be other mentions. I wanna mention one other thing about uh, Attorney General Garland, who is has been responsible for this, has admittedly approved all of this. It appears that he did not anticipate the backlash that was created by these warrants. It's an indication that he is so tuned in to the people who hate Trump and, and think that this investigation is needed that he apparently didn't didn't understand that half the nation is gonna be in an uproar about this. And uh, that's just a sign of how how in tune he, how unin tune he is with what's going on in America. Right now, and until this is fully, fully exposed, till the affidavit is, is fully exposed, Trump is actually going to have an advantage in in politics about this because because the the administration is hiding what they're doing. They're avoiding full disclosure. In other words, they are not being transparent, and what they're doing seems to be clearly improper. And hopefully they will pay for this in the next election. That concludes our program for today. And I just want you to remember that the liberties that we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and involved participants in the democratic processes. I hope you'll visit my website. I've got some books there on other issues that are of critical importance for our nation today. That's cpaulsmith.com. Till we meet again. See you next time. This is Paul Smith.